Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Mac Movie Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, Mac. Joining here once again with my co-host, Christian. How are you doing today, Christian? It's been a morning, I will say. <laughs> it's a fine... explain to us? <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a fine month in February, so we figured, why not end it with one of the biggest collabs that we've been planning since, like, early December. We have... October. Honestly. October? Yeah. Oh, wow. Jeez, oh, wow, my time track. Can I terrible. go back to like talking? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but we have a special guest here. They they are a duo, the dynamic duo over here from the FN Nerds podcast. We have Nick and Martin. Welcome to the show. What's what up, guys? <laughs> we are happy to have you. It's been like we've been wanting to have you guys on forever. Like like Christian said, October. We've been like wanting to do this. Yeah, for sure. For whatever reason, we just couldn't link up. But you know, luckily, we made it work. Yeah, it was a process in the making, and I've been a fan of Nick and Martin for a while now, and I <laughs> discovered you guys when I was, like, really starting to review more movies on my Instagram, and I was like, I like these guys, and, you know, they're just, you just guys are just some fun dudes talking about movies, and I enjoy your show, so I was like, we gotta have them on. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, we really appreciate that. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Thank you. So, so, for the folks at home who may not be familiar with you guys, uh, you guys want to introduce who you are? Sure. Martin, you want to you wanna take this one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, yeah, so I'm Martin, so you can get familiar with my voice. And <laughs> uh, so Nick and I uh, have known each other for um, a while now. We've been really close friends, and we've talked about making a movie podcast for, for the past couple of years. Last, oh, exactly almost about a year ago, last February, we, we finally launched it. And we essentially just discuss uh, movie news, so any sort of news that like any big news that comes out of Hollywood, whether it's, you know, casting, new film and production, new director, new script, anything like that, we discuss it. Um, we also discuss, you know, things in film, whether, you know, like the season uh, season three of The Boys has just started production, so mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And we also review films, and we do these things called um, FN uh, discussion from our collection. So we have over 300 like over 300 blu-rays slash seal books and every now and oh, yeah. yeah every now and then we we pick one from the wall and we play it and we uh and we discuss it and the last one that we did was spider-man 3 which was a blast yeah so definitely check one that of out one have. of martin's Fire all-time favorite Man movies 3 <laughs> is a guilty pleasure of mine yeah i think it's this. honestly i think it's honestly for a lot of people probably one of the especially for like us like you know superhero movie fans it's definitely I, I i'm confident saying that's up there for a lot of people it's like one of their favorite guilty pleasures for sure yeah. it is it's like i was actually one time 
I had my uncle over, and I, out of all the movies we decided to pick out, he wanted to watch Spider-Man 3, and I was showing him, like, all these, like, Oscar-nominated movies that we could watch, and I was like, all right, he's into Spider-Man 3, let's just watch it, because yeah. it's just so yeah. good. It's a blast. Like, it's so much fun. Very quotable, too. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, very yeah, yes. Very, yes. very influential, like, you know, Emo Peter has definitely has become a thing emo so many Peter years later. Emo Peter is life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is. But, but, yeah, like, for a movie that's not the best, it's just so much fun to watch. It is. Now dig on this. Yeah. But <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> For um people who are going to swing by your uh your guys' podcast after the show, what podcast or discussion would you suggest uh, first time listeners uh check out? Oh uh, uh, been in a bit of a I guess uh, a flux in the past maybe two, three months. We've kind of been we've been uh, trying to just I yeah, I don't want to yeah. say hiatus, but I want to say in the last since like the last two or three months, we haven't really um, put out like that many episodes. We've been kind of uh, recollecting ourselves, trying to figure out how we want to move forward. But you know, if if you like Wandavision, we have done uh, Wandavision recaps for every episode this this season. Yep. And uh, and yeah, and like I said, we recently have the uh, F and discussion for Spider Man Three um, that we put out um, a few like maybe two weeks ago, I believe. So. Yep. I don't know, Nick. Unless you have anything else to say. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, like it's it's like Martin said, we're we're kind of in a bit of a flux, but we're we're starting up some new things very soon that we're really excited about. So if people um, want to check out like our Instagram page or our Twitter, you're going to see some of the new stuff we're going to be producing, and uh, it should be really fun. I think I, ho- I hope people are really going to enjoy it. I hope so too. You, everybody's got to go check them out. You guys are great. So yeah. it's like <laughs> it's awesome. But the links, uh, links will be in the description of the video. Awesome. So today's on today's show, since we have since Nick and Martin are Keanu Reeves aficionados, we should have liked to call them. We're gonna do some film news. We're gonna go over some film news that we've missed in the past couple weeks. We're gonna go into the topic, which is Keanu Reeves and all his glory movies. It's oh, yeah. only the good ones, not the bad ones. And then we're gonna answer some questions sent in by you, the listener. So if everyone's getting started, let's get into the news, shall we? So the news for this week, Kristen, you want to get us started with the news? Yes, let's go with this news because I found this news to be like very interesting in regards to uh, some recent casting news. Um, Steven Soderbergh has announced his next project called Kimmy and he he's going to be uh, having on the project Zoe Kravitz. So uh, she's a big name. She's been recently seen in High Fidelity on Hulu, but it just got canceled back in 2020. So, uh, <laughs> yep. So, uh, this actually, I want to bring into the effort nerds into the conversation. So, Zowie Kravitz is going to be in the new Batman. How do you feel about yes. uh, her and taking over Hollywood? And are you guys Steven Soderbergh fans? Very much. Uh, yes, massive Steven Soderbergh fans. I know that um, in the past couple of years, at least for me personally, he's kind of fallen off a little bit. I wasn't like the biggest fan of Logan Lucky, and I was really looking forward to that film. But um, I but love I absolutely Logan love Lucky. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. 
it didn't really it didn't really work for me and i think i saw magic mike like once and that was like it uh, i didn't really I, not that it was a bad film i just didn't really care to watch it ever again um and then the laundromat which uh, the laundromat which i was really looking forward to i just like i thought that i thought the cast and the actor was incredible but i just wasn't 100 percent invested into the film um and as far as soy kravitz goes i absolutely love soy kravitz i think she's incredible um she's already been dipping her toes like when you say hollywood i think hollywood's become very sort of um big budget superhero um like shadowed in the past couple years and when you think about like x-men uh these future past spider-verse she voiced mj um she's obviously gonna be in batman so yeah she's kind of really taking over and putting her name out there and and good for her and now i'll shut up and pass it over to nick <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm always excited to see what Steven Soderbergh is going to do. Um, you know, huge fan of the the Oceans trilogy. That's like one of my all time favorite movies. And and yeah, like like I'm I'm kind of with Martin. Like in recent years, like he seems like he's trying to do like different things. Like obviously he did that movie Unsane, which was all done like on an iPhone. So he seems like he's trying to like reinvent himself a little bit and just try you know new things with filmmaking. But yeah, I'm always down for Zoe Kravitz. I think she's gonna crush it as Catwoman. I think it's perfect casting. And uh, I can't Me, wait. Same. Same. I'm still uh, not excited about Zoe Kravitz. I, I can agree to it. I yeah. still uh-huh. think, though, Catwoman should have gone to Eliza Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, oh, my you're, God. Well, you're, you're, you're speaking to Martin right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank Kristen, you. It's Isa. Isa? I call her, always call her Eliza for something. Oh, who is also I know I don't know if you watched I Care a lot. She was recently on that. Or on I loved I Care a lot. I actually watched that yeah, it was, time last night. Nick. How would yes. you how would you say? Would you say it's a solid film? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I like so so for I care a lot. I thought like I thought it's a great premise. I was totally invested in like the first half, and then it kind of loses me. There's some there's some interesting takes the movie you know some interesting things that the movie does, and I I kind of really wasn't with it as much in the second half. But it's it's okay. It's an okay movie. Like I love I love Rosamund Pike. I think she's great in that. I think a lot of the acting is fantastic in that movie. But uh, but yeah. I'm never letting you go. Oh, you're in trouble now. I am a fucking lioness. Yeah, but back to um, back to back to Isa Gonzalez. Yeah, she's my like my number one celebrity crush. I'm absolutely in love with it. Um, and yeah, I know it came down to like her and Armas and Zoe Kravitz for Catwoman. And I think Anda Armas, like her eyes, I think would have really, like through that mask, could have really been something special. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Zoe Kravitz, I mean, she's she's very sexy. They all, they all are extremely sexy. And I think they all could have brought something very unique to the role. Mm-hmm. But since it didn't work for Isa Gonzalez, I think her next sort of big break is going to be Jessica Cruz. Because um, mm-hmm. they they announced the Green Lantern Corps show for, I believe it was for HBO Max, and Jessica yep. Cruz, who has, be, who has become in, I don't know if you guys read comics, but in the Rebirth comics, it's been Jessica Cruz and Simon Bass. So it's sort of like the, mm-hmm. the, new, the two new Green Lanterns. And Jessica Cruz is, is a Latina, and I think she, I think her, like, like physically, she looks a lot like Isa Gonzalez. So I think I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that's gonna be her big break. I, I really do. I'm hoping that that's gonna be because um, I think she has been appearing a lot in, in recent years in like small roles. Like she was in Hobbs and Shaw. She was in Baby Driver. She's gonna be in 
uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, so that's going to be a yep. big break for her. She um, was in that yeah, Dave Carell think... movie, too, that like flew under the radar, oh, yeah, the one yeah. with the dolls. Like Marwin. Yeah, Marwin. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Welcome to Marwin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that movie, that movie was awful. But, <laughs> I didn't see it. I wanted to, but then I heard <laughs> oh, how bad it was, and yeah. I was just like, oh, man, I wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, that's, I was like, what am I watching right now? But... Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping. I have my fingers crossed that uh, that it's that she can get the Jessica Cruz role. And if not, then maybe Zatanna. You know, I think that would yeah, be for, probably uh, like a fun role. Yeah, for for DC. So yep. yeah, but yeah, I can talk about that one forever. So mm-hmm. I'll just <laughs> go down the rabbit hole. Okay, Mac, your turn. Are you a Steven Soderbergh fan? I have no idea who that is. You don't know Steven Soderbergh? No. Nope. Ocean's Eleven. Whoa. Sex Lies and Video Aaron Brockovich, Traffic, Dude, Logan Lucky, <laughs> Magic Contagion. Mike, Contagion? and Mad- no, wait, no, he produced Magic Mike, too, because I actually like the Magic I Mike know, I only know the Oceans, Magic Mike, and Luck- Logan Lucky. That's well, he was big Did last year. Because yeah, because Contagion, Contagion came out. was, like, the biggest yeah, movie was- last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, right. was by, like, 10 years. So, yeah. Steven Soberberg was predicting our future, and it's like... <laughs> Then one of the biggest movies that came out, not came out technically, but you know that was it. Like yeah, that movie, that movie had a, had a massive resurgence it. last year. It was like at the top of like everyone's like. List. The movie they did with um with Matt Damon when he's like. Oh, the, the informant. Oh, the informant. Duh, yeah, the informant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he was the informant. Oh, the informant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another movie that, that was movie. like that was a little <laughs> a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, massive Steven Soderbergh fan. So looking forward to anything he does. I didn't see his recent film, Let Him Talk, because uh, I have to always borrow HBO Max from, like, family, so I don't personally have it, so, but I didn't see The Laundry Mat, because I'm not a crazy Meryl Streep fan, so I kind of just passed on that, but I did like Uninsane. I liked some of his movies in the last few years, but I am a huge fan of him, so I'm excited to see not only does with this project with Zabby Kravis, but I'm also interested more in the no sudden move the one with like that's gonna have like that big big cast with um like john Cheadle and john ham and all that's good people oh and brendan fraser i just looked it up again too and fraser oh, yeah. is coming back yeah yeah he's i know i'm back he's making yeah, a big comeback yes he has a big like we were talking about the darren aronofsky film we that's gonna do yeah the um, whale. about the whale dude yeah. that i mean we're calling it now like, I don't know what the Vegas thoughts are, but he's going to get a nomination for that, bro. You think like, I just, so? I can, oh, absolutely. It's just, absolutely. just a really I just, good pairing. You have, it's, it's him, it's Aronofsky, extremely good pairing. A24, yeah, really good pairing. I mean, and when you just And when you think of, yeah, when you think of Frazier's, like, sensibility and what he can tap into based on the description of the role, I think he's going to bring something extremely special to it, and I think it's going to, it's really going to be, it's going to blow people away. I'm, I'm really happy for him. It's great. But, uh, but Kristen, I actually want to ask you something. Um... Since you're not an HBO Max member, has there is there anything coming out that is like interesting you in possibly subscribing? Yes. Well, because uh, I because <laughs> the big obviously the big business move here from HBO Max or from Warner Bros. You know, since all the movies are coming to HBO Max, it's like up their subscription and like Nick and I are big numbers guys. We we like to see what like how this can affect people that are not us because we're freaks and you know no matter what we're gonna we're like subscribed to like everything so it's fine but like for you who someone who isn't like what would like possibly cause you to like all right let me rip open this bank account and put some money yeah 
because currently like I have like Hulu, Apple, Netflix, and right, Showtime. So like right. I have, and Disney Plus. So I have like most of the major ones except HBO Max. But um I wasn't a crazy fan about what they did with the theatrical stuff, but I understood it as a business point. So right. oh, yeah, it's like, I'm understanding it's massive. And so far most of the movies that have come out with that release schedule conflict stuff i was not interested because i saw wonder woman 1984 early before it came out like on hbo max and i was like okay i ended up seeing i borrowed like my cousin's account to watch uh the little things and then you know we had the tom and jerry so like right. so far most of those movies haven't been great so <laughs> right. um, except for Night wonder woman uh i will i really what like about judas and the black messiah yeah. Uh, well, I saw that at Sundance, so... Oh, okay. So, um, I didn't consider that. But, um, like, the newer stuff that's going to come out, which is, like, the Godzilla... And right, we're getting into, the, like, the movie season now. Like, like yeah, like, even some of the, the Mortal movies. Kombat stuff, like, I know everybody's big on that at the moment. I'm just, like, <laughs> nah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. So, like, what would, like, what would, like, if in, in a hypothetical situation where you can no longer borrow people's account, Right, like, what would what would interest you enough to actually get HBO Max? Get would it, it be like Suicide Squad? Would it be? Oh, you know, probably like, like uh, definitely like Suicide Squad, and worst case scenario, the Dune movie, because I know that's oh been like, yeah. so crazy. But yes. I do, I am have been a Denis Villeneuve fan for like years. Like he's yeah. like one of he's my like, biggest he's probably, he's probably my favorite working right now. He's. Um, I've yeah. loved that man for years, and I think he's an absolute <laughs> genius. So I want to see uh, Dune in theaters. But worst case scenario, if COVID doesn't turn everything around and they decide to delay and all that, whatever they decide to do, I will get it. But then again, my also my heart is like the Friends reunion because <laughs> I am also a Friends fan. <laughs> no, but that's great. See, that's what I'm saying because it literally like like I. Like hard pass, I would not sign up for the for the French reunion. But it's that it's like the audience, like everyone's got their own thing, and it's like what attracts us from people. Like for me and Nick, obviously, like we would be there for like Godzilla, like more combat, all the films. But then you have people like you who would definitely like sign up for like the French reunion. So I don't know. It's totally like off topic, but I've always kind of just I always think about these things of like what um what would like increase subscriptions and what like a pieces pieces to different types of people. Yeah, and I think part of it is show having shows like on there like friends because that's been like the number one like program that they have like on there right everybody right. was like everybody in quarantine has been like re-watching comfortable like sitcoms that they like mm -hmm. and one of the top ones like i think i remember reading somewhere was like friends oh yeah well, so, and then, and the then office, I, I just I saw too how, how how people are, mm -hmm. yeah how people are so pissed off now that the office got moved off of Netflix and is now it's on Peacock. Terrible, man. Like it's like mm -hmm. people are just going nuts that they don't have the office anymore, and no one wants to buy Peacock either. <laughs> yeah, and same thing I like don't. Friends, and like you know everybody has Netflix. I mean, you can't go anywhere without talking to anybody who doesn't have a Netflix account. But right. uh, you know, saying the Friends is not on Netflix is crazy. So, but I understand the deal and I understand the game. <laughs> All right, well, back to your uh, schedule programming. 
<laughs> no, but that I'm was just, a very, like, great conversation. I'm just on HBO Max for Static Shock, so, you know. Oh, that's right. There there you go. Static Shock on, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So, yeah. Remind everybody that. See, so uh, from these, from the four people right now, you have two who would definitely go on for, like, the films. You have one who go on for the sitcoms, and you have one who go for well, animated shows. I will go on for the movie stuff, because I am, um, like, a huge movie fanatic that I am. So I can, I, the Mar- will- I can watch the Marine with John Cena on there, so it's a win-win. <laughs> or at least that's yeah, classic. So Hugh Jackman yeah. that's coming out there. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. I don't I, I, know. I think, it's like remnant, rem- reminiscence, reminiscence or something like that? I think it's yeah, just Reminiscence, like and it's from uh, Lisa Joy is doing it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one because I'm a big Westworld fan. Yeah, I liked. I really liked the first season of Westworld because I did have HBO for a short period of time, and I really yeah. liked the first season. I'm not crazy about. I just didn't care about the like last two seasons. But, yeah, but, I'm still on. Board. Yeah. I'm still on board. That's good. It's still got an audience. <laughs> it still has its fan base. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just remind every just to remind everybody, the Batman is scheduled to come out March 4, 2022. Can't All right. wait. Oh God. Your turn, Derek. Movie now. Okay. So my news topic I got is: Are any of you excited for the Uncharted movie? Oh, this oh is my god, dude! Um, this, I, this, I love this conversation. I love Tom Holland. <laughs> I am in uh, uncharted waters when it comes to the conversation. Oh, what like a pun! Games. What a pun! Yeah. Nick, have you are so, you uh, have you played any of the video game? The, I, played, the game? I, play, I played all of them. It's my favorite game series. Same. Yeah, it's my favorite Same. game series. Like I have, like they've been trying to do this movie for so many years. It's had so many directors, so many writers. Uh, you know. Like, like with Tom Holland, like, okay, like I, I see why if you want to do an origin for Nathan Drake, that's fine. But, you know, mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg is not Sully. I, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not ever going to see that. Uh, you know, the director they have is, is Ruben Fleischer. And uh, like, I like Zombieland, but his other stuff isn't that great. So I don't know. How, I honestly don't know how it's going to turn out. I'm, I'm hoping that at the very least it's as fun as like National Treasure. Like if it's yes. like on that level, I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I'll consider that to be a win. But yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of faith in it. But um. uh you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I love the I love that uh, you brought up National Treasure because that was like one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. Oh, I, 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 I loved still... that movie. That's that's another guilty pleasure. I oh, think. for sure, yeah. for sure. But uh, think, yeah, this kind of um... on another podcast. But uh, yeah, it's I forgot what we were talking about. I think it was like um, what is it? National Treasure sits at like at fifty four percent. Or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes, or like fifty six. It's like yeah, it's, such a ridiculous it's, it's number. Not, it's not that high, yeah. And I'm just like, and I have a feeling that's how uncharted numbers is gonna be like, because I feel feel like it's gonna be very conflicted with it. Yeah. Because it, it is a video game movie, and you know, we uh, didn't have, turn out too hot. Uh, Nick, video you, game do, movies are. Do you think that they should have had Nathan Fillion be Nathan Drake like they did in the 2018 fan film? Well, well I would say that I really like the 2018 fan film, and he definitely would be perfect if they were going to do like an adaptation of Uncharted 4 since that already has like an older Nathan Drake, so that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I, I feel like if, if Nathan Fillion was like 
younger like now and they were doing it it would have been perfect like you know so it's just it's one of those things where it's also hard to because nate to me has such a certain look and and like his sound the um the voice actor's name is is oh no no yes 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 no north no north has such a distinct voice for nate so it's like that's all i think of whenever i hear like his, like like him speak so it's always it was always going to be a difficult casting for nathan drake so i'm hoping that at the very least tom holland could just have the same characteristics and then mm-hmm. and then again to like Uncharted's known for its its massive set pieces, so I think if you can give some thrilling action in the movie, like that's I think that's all you can hope for. Um, so, but what the news was is that Tom Holland says he worries he made bad acting choices filming the Uncharted movie. I know, dude. I read that. So I'm a little, <laughs> and, I'm a little wait, like, oh, wait, wait, God. wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, there's something you guys need to know first before we move forward. I don't, I don't read stuff. Like Nick, Nick is always like reading reviews, what people are saying. He's like, like I like whenever I see something, I'm like, oh, Nick, do you hear about this? He goes like, yeah, bro, I heard about it like two days ago. So like, wait, what was this? what was this? What like what happened? He said he didn't. He made bad acting choices. It was, yeah, it was something. I mean, I mean, I mean, Mac, do you have the? Uh, I have the, the quote. Thing up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I want to hear this, this quote. This is from um, Tom Holland. He says, as soon as you start worrying about, do I look good in this shot? Acting becomes something other than playing a character. I think there are elements of my performance in Uncharted where I kind of fell under that spell of being, I want to look good now. I want this to be my cool moment. I had to play this very tough, very stoic guy, basically a Mark Wahlberg, or basically be Mark Wahlberg. My character is supposed to be an effing action hero in this moment. Look, I haven't seen this, so I don't know if I succeeded in that, but it was an important lesson learned because at times it was less about land a mark and go through the scene and more about land a mark, stand like this and see my bulging biceps. It was a mistake and it's something that I will probably never do again. So yeah, good confidence when your lead actor says he thinks the acting crap in this upcoming Yikes. video game movie. Oh, That's yeah. Supposed to, one, of high, one of the most you're playing one of the most beloved PlayStation characters of all time. So, uh, Tom, you might be probably gonna be number one up this summer, my man. I, yeah, I know. It's, it's, oh it's, man, it's, yeah, I'm still gonna not, watch uh... it though because I love Tom Holland regardless. What do you think? Well, my uh, my like, I'm going into this film with no expectations. I don't. My only sort of experience with this film is just seeing uh, Nick's face turn different shades of red. <laughs> like my, my only experience with it so i mean i'm just i'm gonna go into this and hopefully uh hopefully you know it's something special but yeah i mean when you just look at the sort of trouble production that it's had it's been in production for so long it's yeah. lost directors it's lost you know like i believe they wrote the script a couple times so mm-hmm. i feel like they I kind of that. i feel like they went um they went the kind of a safe route with tom holland because he's so big right now mm-hmm. and you know yeah it's it, it doesn't really have the the best sort of um enthusiasm going like leading up to its release especially with these with this statement now but uh but we'll see man hopefully it's because uh, i know there's a lot of fans out there and hopefully it can it can do some justice to those because i'm a, i'm like a massive mortal Kombat fan i absolutely love like the mythology all that stuff so like i'm extremely excited for that movie because i do think it looks great so i kind of i would hope that nick would have the same ex- i'm like i'm I want to root for him. I'm hoping that Nick goes in there, <laughs> being a massive fan, and just really enjoys it. Like I, I, I'm like I want to be like happy for him enjoying this game that he loves so much. So that's kind of what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for like the fans to get um, a good film, and then just me, the general audience, like same. Just hopefully, um, hopefully, hopefully it's good, and hopefully the fans get get something from it too. For sure, we're riding uh, on this a lot. Oh, question yeah. for you guys. Did you seen uh, Monster Hunter and uh, for that question? And then another thing is, how do you feel about the latest uh, 
series coming to HBO Max, uh, the uh, Last of Us series, because that's like massive right now. There's a world beyond your own. It was peaceful once, but no longer. Kill a monster. You need a monster. We fight and we survive. Hey, ugly. Ah, got you. Yeah, monster, that's Hunt, monster Hunter was monster. Monster Hunter was uh, hot garbage, and Last of Us <laughs> series, TV series. I do not care because the Last of Us Part Two was. It was a garbage fest, and you drunk I know, was just like I he was like crazy about he, it. He was like he was like, oh, I'm writing this game so I can get my movies and TV shows. I'm so see what happened special. in the second oh, game. I boy. was so <laughs> oh boy. All right, so yeah, this, I'm gonna say this, this is, one this, this, <laughs> All right, so this is tough. So obviously, like the first Last of Us game is is a masterpiece of, of a video game. It's re- it's really great. Mm-hmm. Last of Us Two obviously makes that insane uh, story choice in like the yes. first like 10 minutes, which mm-hmm. is wild, but I still played it and, and I still do enjoy the game, but it's, it, it almost feels like, like my opinions on it are like, this feels like the last game in the series, not the second game. Like, I feel like we should have been building up to this moment. Cause obviously there's about like a four year gap. So it's mm-hmm. like, if there was like a last of us part two that focused on, you know, more Joel and Ellie, and then we get to this game, I'd be like a more like accepting of it. Mm-hmm. But but from a technical level, I think the game is fantastic. I think all the people that worked on it did such an amazing job, and I did enjoy playing it. I do eventually want to go through Last of Us Two again, but for the for the series, I really do like the casting. Um, you know, I don't know how they're going to rework the story. I don't think we're going to get to Last of Us Part Two in that TV show till much later on. I feel like they're going to really focus on Joel and Ellie throughout that whole thing. Love Pedro Pascal. Uh, you know, at, at first I, I was a little, I was thinking about the casting choice. I was like, how is he going to do it? But I thought about Joel. I thought about, you know, his characteristics. And I think Pedro Pascal can do a really good job in that role. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be an interesting series. And I like the character choice of him because I was thinking about it because I was like, he wouldn't have been a good choice. Or I think Diego Luna would have been a really yeah. good tra- choice. But uh, it'll be interesting. Well, he's, it's busy. A- he's busy with Andor right now. That's yeah, true. That's true. But he can go on right after that. He can just go from one planet to the next. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's really crazy though, man. Because like Last of Us Part Two, like I've never seen a video game pivot so hard away from what made the first game. The first what, game what, what made the what made the fans of the first game so like like happy and wanting to play more of it. Like it's 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 crazy to me. And all, but like if you guys know anything about me, I love controversy when it comes to movies and TV and mm-hmm. stuff. So. I always gravitate towards like what makes people either love something so much or hate something so much. So, yeah, Last of Us Part Two is definitely that. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here like I'm over here sipping my teacup. Yeah, <laughs> it was like funny to laugh at. Now it just got sad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also another note. Uh, speaking of Tom Holland uh, and the Uncharted thing, I think how it's oh uh, chaos walking plays out it feels like it's going to be like similar territory as uncharted yes because yeah. well that was the thing because i i feel like when when tom holland splashed onto the scene he had all these projects he had that like war yeah. movie with with ben and carnivage he had the, the the he had onward he had spies in the skies with will smith he had chaos walking but a lot of the projects that he 
did were like kind of like either under the radar with like that art with that war movie or got like delayed with chaos walk and so Mm -hmm. everything kind of like either even like despite the fact that he kind of blew up his projects were kind of like scattered somewhat and they also like like, they also had a lot of trouble like you said like chaos walking was like a complete mess like i think like doug doug lehman who is notorious for making movies without finished scripts and like going way mm-hmm. over budget. Like that happened with that. Like that movie was supposed to come out yeah. like two years ago. So really? I, I really, yep. I really don't think it's going to be that good. Yeah. Yeah. They're really pushing it now because I think it, this would chaos walking would have been a really great movie. I think if we got it sooner of yeah. COVID, I think this would have been a, actually, I know, I think it would have been a good test for HBO max to test something like that. You know, right, right, because like that to see how well it does. But, right, because another thing was like they were just trying to capitalize off of Daisy Ridley from Star Wars and Tom mm-hmm. Holland from Spider Man, and like like we said, it was supposed to come out a long time ago, but mm-hmm. it just got pushed. And uh, and yeah, who knows? That's supposed to come out like next week, right? It comes out yeah uh, this Friday actually. This Friday, yeah, yeah. We're talking <laughs> so. Wow. But yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. How much I actually want to watch it because of them. So and I like Nick Jonas so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Joe Bro girl. That's why. Well, he's on that. She's on that uh, Netflix show, Kingdom. It's an MMA show, which is really good. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've mm-hmm. yet to watch that. So. It's good. Is it? I have to watch it then. Yeah, okay. yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It's really intense though, but it's good. I have to. That's the one with Frank Grillo too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like Frank it used Grillo, to be Jonathan like... Tucker. Yeah, because that actually was a show that used to be like on. It was like Direct TV or something. There yeah, was like yeah, a Direct TV yeah. original, and I was like, remember watching him promoting it for like a long time. So, and then it ended, but uh, it's been on. Yeah, it was like list. three seasons. Okay, yeah, it's good. Okay, cool. So we'll get into the next topic, and that is uh, George Clooney and Julia Roberts will be starring in the film Ticket to Paradise, a new romantic comedy that will reunite the Ocean's oh. Eleven stars and a longtime friendship. I've got two tickets to paradise. Back your bags, we'll leave tonight. It's two next month, actually. Paradise. No, four, remember? Whoa, 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 whoa. And uh, not only they were in Ocean's Eleven together, but they were also in Money Monster, which was the Jodie Foster movie. Yes. So uh, they've both been kind of like doing their own thing for a while. They, she was in that series Homecoming, and uh, he was doing that. George Clooney was doing that uh, Midnight Sky oh. and all that other crap. And espresso commercials. And, the, yeah, and espresso <laughs> commercials. I'm going to say yeah. this right here. I think I'm I'm getting sick of George Clooney. I, I really am. Really? I don't. Yes, he, he's not he, invest. He hasn't enticed you to buy the his vacuum cleaner. Uh, I don't know. Uh, or hair dryer. No. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's my thing with George Clooney is like he has more as an actor. I think he's like a phenomenal actor. Like he has movies. So I'm like, OK, you're really good. And then like. But a lot of his movies are kind of like the same now. He's just playing the same character. And, like, I don't even like him as a director. I feel like as a director, he has more misses than hits. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can agree <laughs> to that. But people would be like, no, George Clooney is a great director. I'm like, you must not be watching the same George Clooney movies enough. Because I, I was not, thinking about I thought I mean, this guy sucked. I didn't even I watch thought, it. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought it sucked. 
yeah. but he's but he's been quiet though. He hasn't like besides like uh Mighty Monster, he had I believe it was Hail Caesar, which was not good. Oh, and then that was Suburbicon. disappointment. Well yeah, well yeah, that's right. Suburbicon he directed, which which was not which was also a disaster. I think it bombed at the box office. Yes, yeah. no one watched it. it. No yeah. one watched it. Yep. Yeah, he was gonna but watch like in the 2010s, I think he only had like four or like he's only had like a handful of films in 2010s, and Gravity was like the only really good one. Didn't he produce but, the uh, um female-led Oceans movie or no? He might have been a producer I, I, on it. I yeah, I think he was a producer of it, but really? uh, I think the only good project he's actually was uh directed was the uh so si- not Simon Rockwell, uh, Sam Rockwell film where it was oh, like uh, confessions yeah. of a dangerous mind yes well i think he also did good night and good luck which i think yeah. was a big was a big oscar contender as well yeah i remember mm-hmm. yeah i remember i didn't see it but i remember having a professor back in college where you walked into his office and he had a big poster of that in his room yeah yeah well, but i mean like, it was like, like a big oscar movie so yeah it's definitely i would agree it's been a while since i've seen a george Clooney movie that i really liked like i really like lately like like from like his last couple movies like i really like michael clayton i really like up in the air um up in the air is pretty good yeah i'm, I'm also yeah, but, like i know a lot of people don't like it but I'm, I'm a sucker for tomorrowland i saw it once and thought it was meh but then it ke- i kept catching it on tv and the more i watched it the more i ended <laughs> up enjoying it so now I, I i like i would say tomorrowland's a guilty pleasure of mine okay but uh can't forget the descendants or yeah the descendants, descendants yeah, is yeah. probably descendants the better film in the last 10 years i think maybe it's a good Disney yeah movie. i would say like meh! i would say like in the <laughs> I was saying in like like I was saying like in the 2010s, I think just really Gravity and Descendants were probably like his best. But then again, he really didn't do much. He took like a big break in the past couple of years. And then yeah, he's he too like busy with those coffee commercials. He's done a lot of producing too. Oh yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was I didn't like see that one. he is pretty much this glossy actor. I think now I I don't know what he's gonna do next besides this because I feel like like you guys have been saying he's been a hit or miss, and I fascinated to see like him do a romantic comedy because i don't think that's his vibe he hasn't done like anything like remotely like that since like the 90s and star like starring like all those tv shows that he did yeah like, it one feels like day. he's, if he's <laughs> gonna like day. classic <laughs> <laughs> i feel like him taking on a romantic comedy is like so out of his route nowadays given how dramatic and action-packed his like some of his stuff he's done. Yeah, he's yeah. Or drama filled. Like I don't see him yeah. in a I mean I really I really like George Clooney and I was really happy to see him back with the next guy. Unfortunately, like I did not like the movie. I thought the movie was, was not good. But but yeah, maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he needs a little bit of a change of pace. Go back to like like what you're saying, go back to those one fine day, go back to like the out of sight even in in a way, you know. Okay. Go back to, yeah. like, and that like uh, old school romantic vibe and, and hopefully it'll work out for him. Right. Wonder and if his he, wife talked him into it, because you know. Uh, that's possible. He's he. Uh, I, I, well, which McCall looking up his his filmography. He's also directing a movie with uh, with Ben Affleck starring. You know. Oh and yeah. Then, and then obviously they had they you know he won an Oscar for Argo. He was a producer on it. So. Yeah. But uh, the film will be directed by Old Park, who's d- uh, directed um, the best exotic merry-go-round hotel, which is like very popular by critics. I. Didn't see it, nor care to see it. It was the one with the Indian. It's the one with, like, the Indian hotel where, like, a bunch of, like, older actors came apart and they had, like, Dev Patel. Yes. Well, yeah, then they made made a sequel, too, didn't they? They did make a sequel. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember seeing Judy Dench in it, like, in all the (laughs) promotional stuff. 
Yeah, that's all I could find. But those are the films, uh, film news I had. But uh, Mac, what's your last piece of news? My last piece of news is that the surprise box office hit of this um, weekend, the new Tom and Jerry movie, is serving up a nice twelve point five million dollar opening weekend which is the second best opening during the pandemic so has anyone watched tom and jerry Nope. Nope. I'm not. No. I have zero interest. I'm the only one on the podcast that's watched Tom and Jerry, and it was. You are a Tom and Jerry fan because I remember talking about this with you for the longest time. Yeah, and I cried because it was so sad. (laughs) Because when you see Tom flossing from Fortnite, you can't see that. You really can't. Somebody, my friend Tanya over at TV Talks TV, she posted a video and. I got really mad because it was La La Land. They took Ryan Gosling out and they put the dance. Yeah. I was just so angry. I was like, why did you do this to me? Yeah. Oh, so like, I guess it I'm guessing it's not good. <laughs> it's like it's so it's sad when you have a cartoon you have a movie based on famous cartoon characters and not even the main focus on the movie. It's yeah, about I what? I guess it's that about, a problem. The movie literally is just like, hey, Hey, we have a wedding going on, and we have to get Chloe and Grace Moretz all the screen time because she's the main star. And Tom and Jerry are just a side nuisance that they have a big part. And it's just like that's like you can't have a Tom. It's literally Looney Tunes back in action, but with Tom and Jerry. Ah, uh, okay. I feel like it wasn't going to be a great film to begin with, knowing they got Tim Story on board. Oh yeah, Shaft. And uh, well, you don't like you don't like um you don't like Ride the Along. I don't like Ride Along. Fantastic Four. You don't play Ride Along? No. With Kevin Hart and Ice Cube? Well, I'll no. say, I feel, I feel like the only, like, really solid movie Tim Story's done is Barbershop. That and, like, Think Like a Man. I think that one's just decent. Oh, oh he did that, too? Okay. Think Like yeah. a Man was garbage, in my opinion. I didn't think it was that <laughs> bad. It's like a TV movie, though. It was like, okay. But he no, did the, a... uh, the Shaft, like, reboot, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was... That was bad. Yeah, which was, really oh, was bad. bad? Yeah. Oh, actually, I actually enjoed the Shaft movie. I thought it was surprisingly good. I actually somewhat enjoyed that film. I didn't like it because it was like I think that came out like right after uh, John Singleton passed away, and I was like angry because I'm like this is really really bad. Like oh, this is not right. a good, yeah. this is not a good, like the, the I rather watch the 2001 one again, and that one was good. So this says a lot though. It says like family uh, family movies can have a comeback, especially at the box office though. Yeah, well, no, that's is, that's the big thing because I think everyone just wants to get out. Either that, or they're just sending their kids out of the house. Like, probably yeah. you take them to go see a movie, it, it, so it I could can, be like, that enjoy too, some yeah. sanity. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. getting their vaccine so- shots, which is good, and they're like, okay, let's see a movie. So, yeah. and I was looking at times for like at my local theater, and it said like most of the top showings of Tom and Jerry because I was just curious. Most of the times they said they were sold out, so that's oh, wow. I guess a good thing. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, they the are probably- getting out. Yeah, yeah. which makes pop- me happy to see, though. But they they are, uh, you know, uh, popular property. At least, at least people know who they are. So people just want to see. It, it could be that, or they don't have HBO Max. No, that's actually that's hundred percent true. It's it's familiarity and it's the brand. The Tom and Jerry is a brand. 
You know, it's like you walk into movie theater and you look up at the marquee and you see Tom and Jerry. You're almost going to be drawn to that because everyone knows who Tom mm-hmm. and Jerry are. Everyone exactly. knows that property. So, yeah, it's, they've definitely become a brand after all these years. And it's like that. Like the people are trying to get their vaccines. Theaters are starting to open back up. Everyone wants to get out of the house, especially with their kids. So, yeah, that's, I didn't know that was the um, – I didn't look at the box office. I didn't know it made that much money. So that's great. That's a – that's a good sign for things moving forward, hopefully. It gave oh, also a sign for Regal to open back up, too. Well, they're Regal opening, they're opening next month. Oh, they yeah. are? Yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Well, so, Regal well, I'm, sucks. Yeah, I'm AMC, baby. AMC, AMC, Cinemark. AMC all the way. I'm AMC Cinemark. Ride or are you Cinemark? Wow. Because yeah, the, that's the only theater near me. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, that's just by default. That's my hometown team. I got to give them at least something. And again, yeah. nice I tell you. But yeah, that's, also, that, well, I would uh, say that that's, that's awesome. Though. I didn't know that uh, Tom and Jerry made that much like this weekend, which I mean, like, yeah, like, it's like you said, like with the vaccine really starting to, you know, get distributed. I, I honestly think in the second half of the year, we're going to see a huge box office boom because if people can get out, I feel like the theaters are just going to get I, th- I think they're going to be packed again. I really do. I think people yeah. want to go to the movies and see and see, uh, see see some stuff. So I don't think and it's just anything at this point. People will just be like, I just want to watch something other than sit at home. You know, people just oh, want to yeah. get out. So, yeah, definitely. But uh, speaking of which, this also kind of ties into to everything because now, uh, whatchamacallit, A Quiet Place 2 is going to debut 45 days after theatrical release now on Paramount+. Plus. Yep. So I find that to be very interesting. So... Let's well, that's uh, that's what we were talking about before. We're gonna have to see. That's when you look at the numbers, see if the subscriptions boost up, and then you see pretty much how many times it was viewed at home than it was in the theaters. And mm-hmm. That's you know that's you know that's a that's a whole kind of business situation that um, is yet to be seen. It's so interesting. This it's like a whole game to me. I so I find it so fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it's really crazy. It really is. But the most important movie to come out on Paramount Plus, the new SpongeBob movie. Let's see how that does. It brings people back. Well, it came out last year, technically, and a couple of other territories. Yeah, I think I think it came out in Canada last year. It did. Yeah. Yeah. But now Americans can see. Ke- it. And also, it brings into our topic of Keanu because Keanu was in it. That's right. Yes, He's, he, he is in it. He plays a tumbleweed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> so no, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I, I feel like I've seen that image of Keanu as a tumbleweed for like the past three years. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's like a recurring meme. Yeah, I'm like this movie has not come out yet, right? But but I no. see his image forever because because like obviously when because about three years like three a couple years ago when like the Keanu songs when he was really booming he was on everything like you know they put Keanu in a SpongeBob movie and since he was so he was like the hype it was like all over the place. Yeah. So yeah. I've been seeing it like nonstop for the past couple of years. I'm like, this movie hasn't even come out yet. Like, what the hell? I Plus feel that, like it was supposed to premiere at the uh, not Toronto, uh, Tribeca Film Festival. Like, or they were supposed to have like some kind of special screening for it. Oh wow! Like, almost a year ago. Well, that's it for the news. I th- if you have like people, I always say, if you have any news you can leave down in the comments below. We may have missed. So, are you guys ready to get into the speaking of the Keanu songs? You guys ready to get into the mm-hmm. topic? Yes. Hell yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's get into the topic. Wake the fuck up, samurai. We have a city to burn. All right, so the topic. This topic was handpicked because uh, the boys here at FN Nerds 
They are huge Keanu Reeves fans. They love everything that comes with the K in the Reeves. <laughs> so we figured, why not do a Keanu Reeves topic? We're going to talk about some of his best films. None of the bad films, because it's positivity on here today. Before so. we get into the movies, I have to say, we thought of this topic because I've, from watching your videos on Instagram too, you have like a little, like, I think it's like a Keanu figure or poster. Like in the actual uh, studio? Like, uh, well, yeah, it, it might have been Martin's uh, John Wick 3 poster. He kind of had it on display for a couple of episodes that we shot. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember seeing that a couple times, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, this has to be something we, we have, have to talk a, about. We have a, a John Wick Funko, I believe, too. That we've That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. I remember seeing that, and I'm like, okay, these are Keanu Reeves fans. Yeah, I think, this is I, think it was the, I think it was the Funko, not the poster, because the poster's been – I actually just whipped out the poster. So I think okay. it might have been the fun because I don't think the poster has been on uh, on display at, okay. at all recently. Yeah, so Keanu Reeves, we, you know, you know him. He's like you're breathtaking for all <laughs> you kids out there, but us, all us being adults, we know his movies, not just the memes, not just the nicest guy you met. He is a nice guy. He's like one of the nicest guys. In He's Hollywood. like the nicest guy. Yes, and he just doesn't want to be known as the internet's boyfriend, but he is because he's just uh, he's awesome. He's breathtaking. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about um, some Keanu Reeves films. So who wants to go first? All right. So why don't we bring on the idea of talking about, I think, his best current film at the moment. Personally, I think is John Wick. Yes. Yes. Like, so out of all his films or like in the past like 10 years? It can be like anything. Like his best film of like all time. What is your favorite? Let's start with that. Yeah. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Uh, like for my... me, I would probably, I would probably say Point Break. For me, to be honest. Wow. Really. True. Okay, yeah. go. Why? Well, I mean, for Nick and I are big heist film um, enthusiasts, so to speak. We love heist films, and we always, and we constantly talk about like um, that whole notion of like they don't make movies like this anymore. It's like <laughs> yeah. <movie shows, laughs> like, the throwback. The Point Break. They did, but oh, it was yeah, terrible. It was, it was, trash. It was so bad. It was so bad. But it's it's got that like throwback, like action, grounded, practical aesthetic. Um, Catherine Bigelow is a fucking stud, and I thought she knocked it out of the park with that film. I love the characters. I love the dynamic between the two characters. I think the ending is like when it's a great ending, and it's just like it's a fantastic film, and it and it just harnesses back to, you know, those old school action films that you would grow up with that you would absolutely love, and uh and yeah, like I I'm I do I love Keanu. I I do I love the man, but um. I would probably even, despite the fact that the Wake films have been incredible, I definitely, I definitely, um, if I were to choose, go back to his older work. So like Matrix, Speed, um, you know, not not Vampire. Um, I can't oh, remember Dracula. Yeah, Bram Stoker's yeah, Dracula. Not Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. Um, nothing wrong with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Nothing wrong with that film. I thought Gary Oldman was great. I thought the film is is, is not a bad film, but I just I wasn't too crazy about Keanu that. But like, um, you know. Uh, Bill and Ted, uh, Point Break, like his his older films. I'm just like I'm drawn more to- towards those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I would say too, like for Point Break, like that was his first uh, dipping his toe in like the action film, you know, genre. And mm-hmm. from there, it kind of just kind of took off. And the thing that I love about about Keanu was from like Point Break to now is that he's found a way to stay kind of like this this action hero from you know decade to decade, you know, because he had. 
you know, speed and point break in like the 90s and then ended up with the Matrix. And then, you know, the start of it, you had Constantine, the Matrix sequels. And then now you have the whole John Wick franchise. So the guy is just he's just a stud, man. He is. Yeah, he's a he's a stud muffin. That's what he is. <laughs> but like, um, it's funny with like the Matrix and everything because if you think about it, what was it? You, you think about Keanu Reeves like acting? People like always make fun of his acting range. You know, it's like whoa. Oh, oh yeah. You. Oh yeah. So it's like yeah. if, you, if you thought about it, if he never did John Wick, he would be Neo forever. Like yes. there would be no like Keanu Reeves Renaissance the... anything. It'd just be Neo and the dude from Speed Ability. He would be the current actor that's working who would be like in the DVD, yeah, Walmart box. He's still, he's still getting like major film releases, and that's like okay, you are like you've remained a powerhouse through the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and even 2010s. Yeah, yeah, right. definitely. John Wick, definitely, right? No, no I mean, ahead, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because like before John Wick, you know, he had like 47 Ronin, which which bombed. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he, he, directed, he directed a film called Man of Tai Chi, which I haven't seen. I know people that have seen it do like it, but I don't think that yeah. made a splash. They the Earth Sit Still remake wasn't good. So, mm-hmm. you know, John, John Wick hit at the right time for him, and luckily it was as good as it is. And, you know, it just kind of blew up, and, and it's it cemented him as one of the greatest, like, action stars of all time. Yeah, he's definitely, like, an action star that's a staple in pop culture history. And I totally can agree his best work is in the 90s because I'm thinking about it as I'm sitting here because I drew really I love Point Break, which is another great which is a great film. I love the the first Matrix. I actually really <laughs> like but I don't yeah. want to get talk about the other two because I think the other two are I just don't really care for nor I re- remember seeing them. And then Bill and Ted is just a comedy like duo that's just absolutely hilarious. And then, you know, we had Speed, and Speed is just another popcorn action film that's awesome, so. Oh, yeah. And then, then yeah. I thought about the 2000s, and I was like, okay, he hasn't really had anything in the 2000s that stood out, except for most well, of the stuff the in the 90s. Well, yeah, replacements, and then The Lake House. <laughs> the Lake House, which I love. He also did um, Hardball, which I know um, a lot of people are, are fans of that film. Sweet and November. then uh Sweet November, which is like a nice rom com. Then yeah, like John, and then like a like Nick said, Constantine. Yep. So a scanner darkly. I mean, yeah. I watched uh, Keanu Reeves last night, like very very late when we were talking about all this, and I just thought it was okay because I was like really wanting to talk about it a lot, and I didn't realize that Shia LaBeouf was in it. What oh, for, oh, oh, for yeah. Constantine, yeah. And yeah. I was like, really, I was digging most of this film, the most of the film, and I'm saying to myself. Why isn't Shia LaBeouf in this more? Because I felt like some of the like some of the story stuff didn't really work for me. Well, that's one of those films that kind of like um, created like sort of a cult following. It's yeah, I don't think it was a cult huge. movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't think it was huge when it came out, but I think over the years it's definitely gotten more of a more of a following. And and again with yeah. the sort of Keanu sans, it's gotten more traction over yeah. the past couple of years. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the things like I. Speaking of which, because there was that Constantine series that came out like years ago, and I think part of that. Well, it's still going on. So yeah, Matt still... Ryan plays Constantine. He's now moved on to DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So that character is still a recurring character. So oh, okay, because I'm not. Yeah. Also, I'm not crazy well, about the DC universe and that CW yeah. crap. You know, I just yeah. don't care in that stuff. 
for it. Yep. No, but but that actor Matt Ryan is is fantastic. As yeah, Constantine. he is. Oh, he, okay. voices, yeah. he voices him in the uh, animated movies. That the voice. Oh, right. uh, yeah. oh yeah, he does the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I voice and mannerisms, everything. See, I did not know that. And yeah, he's fun fact. Um, oh, and fun fact, no, um, Matt Ryan also is Edward Kenway in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Many people don't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, he plays. Oh, uh, cool. So he's an assassin and uh, Constantine. Yes. Well, um, let's not forget about Keanu Reeves' greatest role. That's Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the year is 2021. The last hope for mankind has been entrusted to a lone courier known as Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny. Who are you? Now he's a threat to the powerful. A target to be eliminated. And this summer, he's the future's most wanted fugitive. Keanu Reeves is Johnny Mnemonic. Rated R. At theaters Friday. I saw that movie once when I was a kid, and I think even as a kid I knew it was trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a movie, like, everyone forgets about. Or Uh, they, like, bring it up as a joke, and they're like, wait, Johnny Mnemonic? The hell's that? Yeah. Dolph Lundgren, you know? Well, I still see, like, I can still, every now and then, whenever I think of that film, I, see, I just see the poster. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I can still I can see the poster that. in my head. I can see, like, the, uh, like, the him, like, charging at you with, like, a suit. Like, it's so, <laughs> like, I think, I don't, I feel like that's just been ingrained in my head for so long. I don't think I will ever leave. Now I must ask, since I am a huge John Wick fan, what is your favorite John Wick f- uh, film? You wanted me back. I'm back. How exciting. Yeah. You have no idea what's coming. Somebody, please! Get this man a gun. <laughs> John Wick, Chapter 2, starts February 10th. Out of all oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> You too, Mac. Which one is your favorite? Because I will say my ranking. Oh, who's gonna go first? I mean, I guess I'll go first. You guys go first. You guys are All right. first. Yeah, I'm. I'm backwards. I'm one. So my favorite. I'll go from the first one to the second one to the third one. No, and I'm not saying that they're all they're all bad, but I feel like the John Wick franchise is one of those franchises that kind of slightly fell into that situation of like, oh, the sequel's gonna be bigger and better. So we're going to dump more money into it. So it's kind of like bigger. Um, And I feel like just uh, it it got like the third one was just so much more bigger that it did get a little bit ridiculous at certain points. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still enjoy all of them very much. But I think that first one just has that straight up like grounded, low budget, very, Mm -hmm. very like, yeah, it it has like you can tell when those films have that certain like um, I want to say almost like. I don't want to say desperate, but like that necessity to be a good film because they don't have money. You right. can definitely feel you can definitely feel that in the first one, and in the second one, you can then start to tell that they have a little bit more, I guess, insurance, so to speak, that they can do a little bit more stuff. And then the third one, they go crazy, like yeah. walking in the desert until yeah. until you can't anymore, and then someone's gonna magically pop up. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. what, you know? But I still I still enjoy the hell out of all of them. Um, my family still, my family, all like my entire family are big. Um. John Wick fans, like I went to see the third one at the theaters with my brother and my mom, and we all loved it. Uh, but I would say, out of 
all of them, I would probably say the third one has probably my favorite fight scene, and that is the uh, the knife fight in the, the knife beginning. Fight, yes. That's one yeah. of my favorite fights. The yes. knife fight in the beginning is fantastic, and Nick and I always talk about like physics, like when you throw something. Or whenever someone's flying, like, you know, like when Superman's flying, you can tell that he's, it, like, the physics looks like he's really flying, you know, because you can see the wind and everything. And I think at the end of that fight sequence, when he throws the axe at the dude's head, it's legit. Like, yeah. the way the axe flies, <laughs> like, the distance the axe, the axe flies, like, you, they don't have, like, a fucking, like, physicist there, like, measuring the angles and the torque and how it's going to fly. Because the way it, like, the angle and you see the axe coming at the dude and it hits him in the head, it just felt so real. And I'm like, yeah. this is, like, right off the bat, I'm like, yes. Like, I'm so that's happy the, about that. mm-hmm. That's the best part about the John Wick series is that that's actually legit that, like, he act, uh, Keanu did go through all the training Oh yeah. to, um, He's like, right, become, gun, man, honestly. become, like, the badass that he is. Because even, um, uh, Joe Rogan, he was looking at like they're watching clips from. He's like, yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves is legit. They're not like faking. He's like actually like doing everything. Mm-hmm. With, like, right, but like, in the in the first one, there was times where you can tell where it was sped up to make it mm-hmm. look more cooler, so to speak. Like you can tell like the the fight sequence are sped up a little bit, and and like they were sped up a little bit in the editing room. And I think when the second and third one came around, I think they had a little bit more money, so he actually trained more because I feel like the the fight scenes aren't as sort of like um. They're still very stylized, but they're not like when you watch the fight sequences in the club from the first one. There, you can almost it has that little bit of like Hellboy Two Golden Army thing where it's yeah. sped up a little bit to make it look more like stylized and cooler for right. for film. So it also just um, makes it makes yeah. everything move a little bit quicker. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it makes them look like more badass, so to speak. But um, but I think that was that's 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 what I was talking about. Like as they got into the second one, like. Or he actually was able to train more, do a little bit more, and and you know just better take care of himself in in those awesome stunts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think my uh, my favorite John Wick film is the third one, and that's because um, freaking I think the third one, the director Chad Stefinski, if that's his name, correct? Uh, yeah, Chad Stefinski. Yes, yeah, yeah. I feel like he made he wanted to, he got he went into this film. He's like, you know what? I want to respect the action movie genre, and he got actors from the raid movies to be in mm-hmm. genre three. I'm like, yes, that you know, what? like this is this is what we want. And I thought it was some of the best action scenes, like especially yeah, when bro. he was fighting he was fighting the uh, main villain in the mirror room, like the the glass like mirrors at near the end. And I thought, I'm like, man, this is just awesome they were respecting the craft of all the action movies and it's perfect oh yeah well bro that's what i'm saying you can't you can't afford those guys in the first film right right no. so you no. gotta speed it up so then the third one that you can afford those guys and yeah i'm with you i absolutely love um i love martial arts films i'm absolutely obsessed with martial arts films i love um stunts I'm very picky when it comes to stunts. Like, I don't like it when stuff just doesn't look genuine or organic or fluid. And those raid films, man, like, they're just, they're on another level. So the fact that they were able to get those guys in here, um, it did, like, I remember there was the one sequence where he just getting, he kept getting kicked into the glass. Yeah. It was like a little, over and over again. Yeah, over, and it was a little repetitive, but I'm like, hey, we have these guys, let's just do it. Like, why not? (laughs) Let's, Let's go crazy. So, but yeah, with you, those guys are incredible. Yes, it's just John Wick chapter three. And then I like the scene when um he met up with Halle Berry and they had like the whole it felt like a one it kind of felt like a semi one take scene with the dogs and the That's a, her, one of my she, other favorite scenes. Yeah. I remember scene. my jaw just dropping in that scene, like, like oh my god. Because I remember like, seeing the movie in theaters and it was the only John Wick movie I've seen in theaters. I had to rent the other two. 
I was like, yes, Hallie, you're back, sort of. Thank God. Yeah, she was great in the third one. Yeah, she was. She was really good. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Martin. That's John Wick one, two, and three for my rankings. But I think three has the best action. But with mm-hmm. one, it's like there. It just has that charm of being like lower budget, and then just kind of doing what they can within their constraints to make the movie as best they possibly can. But like, I think the ending for John Wick's a little weak. So I feel like John Wick two is a little bit more complete as a movie. Um, but but they're but they're all great, man. I I, I love all of them. Okay, for me, I would have to say the John Wick first film because um, I would go just as crazy, you know, getting revenge if somebody attacked my dog and killed my dog. <laughs> oh, my God. You're oh, talking, yeah. you're preaching the choir. <laughs> yep, and I was like, don't mess with my dog. And, um, and the same exact thing. It feels like when I was watching it, it felt like an old school, low budget, action packed very stylized action film that was bonkersly fun. I don't know if bonkersly is a word, but if it is, I just made it up. It is now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the third film, like being a popcorn film that it was and enjoying all the action scenes with Halle Berry and just how insane that was. um, That the third one is my favorite. And then the second one, because I don't think the second one really did. I like what you guys said, how the ending of it, of the second one is kind of complete i wasn't just thought it was just okay but it's still a really great film with great action but i just thought eh, i would rather go watch the first film again so but i like the third film a little bit more than the sequel so yeah i think the third film is a good sort of continuation to the second one because i think the second one the third one is really just pretty much picking up from the fact that john broke the rules yeah. But in order yeah. to make the rules, in order to break the rules, he had to kill someone on company grounds, and then it's like, all right, who is this gonna, who's gonna, who's gonna be the someone that he's gonna kill? Yeah. So then, like the writing in that sense is kind of felt, um, and I don't, I don't want to say forced, but just kind of felt like, all right, we have to do this to do this. So like, so then it wasn't like, it wasn't properly, I, I, I want to say I mean like properly fleshed out. But I think when you look at um two and three as as a whole, I think it works probably a lot better. Okay, I can understand. Right, that. Right, the continuation. Also, I have to shout out Ian McShane as Winston, who's probably my favorite, oh, yeah. my, my favorite oh, second yeah. character in the John Wick franchise. I was about to say I that. Love yeah, Winston. Yeah. yeah, the cast in general, like the the cast we've been throughout, like um, Lawrence Fishburne and um, Ian McShane. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's um, Lance. There's uh, Lance Reddick who plays the receptionist at the hotel. He's yep. like great. He's uh, so gave, good. I he's like they, one they of gave my him a little bit of shine. The third one. Characters. They do. They could do yeah. some shine in the third one. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, great cast and uh, just great films, man. They they really are. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, honestly. And even Keanu. Oh, go ahead, Kristen. Right. I was gonna say. So you guys are probably also really excited and on board for the next two films that for are sure. going to be oh, coming yeah. out. For sure. So, and it was big controversy over the summer that they were going to be shooting back to back. However, they didn't do that anymore because now they are. You know, production for that has about to begin. I think soon. Yeah, well, I think, too, because of Keanu's, uh, you know, with the whole COVID thing and Keanu having to finish filming Matrix 4. Yep, with um, the reshoots. Right, with the reshoots, so they couldn't do it back-to-back. I mean, which, which which is fine. Like, it's it's like as long as they have a proper story, and, like, I don't know if, if I guess 5 might be the official ending of the franchise. It, that it was, has to be. It has to There's, be, right? Because I don't know how much longer they can go so. with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that the, the other film that's going to come out with about it, 
uh, ballerina. Well, he'll have some ties to it. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Right. Which Which I'm, all, I'm, I'm all for. I'm all for, like, like spinoffs. Like, if they want to do a, a movie on Halle Berry's character, I think that'd be awesome. Just, yeah, know, like, I would love that. Yeah, like, there's, there's a whole world to build with the Continental and this, you know, John Wick fran- franchise. So I hope they I hope they really branch out and do more stuff. I just hope that we get the Atomic Blonde and John Wick crossover in the fifth. Ah, uh, that'd be amazing. Dude, don't tease me like that, bro. <laughs> that would be incredible. Absolutely, I absolutely love really Tom Blonde. Cool. Yeah, I, I thought Tom Blonde was great. I would love to see, like you, I was just mentioning the Halle Berry standoff because she's another actress who can kind of like revived her career with the help of the John Wick films. Because, For sure, you know, absolutely. She didn't. She had a tough time in the you know two thousands after she lost. You know, not lost, but she won her uh, Oscar, and then you know she was in a lot of bombs. Right, <laughs> a lot, a lot of bombs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, but she, she's also one that I feel like you know she 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 definitely held her own in John Wick three, and they showed like that's why like you guys were talking about the training videos. Like mm-hmm. my favorite thing when a John Wick movie comes out is seeing Keanu just rip through those gun courses. I love but they show. Right, but they showed Halle Berry doing it, and she's yeah. like she's also crushing it. So I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, give me some with her. Yeah, I think those would be great. But uh, fun fact. Going back to the first film, uh, I was doing some research earlier this week, and I found out that uh, Keanu was having, not having, but uh, got really sick filming the nightclub sequence in the first film. He said that he had a fever of 103, and he still kicked butt in that scene. (laughs) Maybe that's why I was fed up. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I actually didn't know that. That's crazy. So, fun fact... But uh, let's talk about some uh, misses that uh, he's been in. What is your oh least boy. favorite Keanu film? Replicas. Time since cardiac death. Seven hours, 15 minutes. Boot the math I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. I am this close. There was a crash. You and the kids died. I brought you back. Reason human cloning is banned. I'm dead. Ooh. Replicas. That was a film that we were all gonna watch in honor of the podcast. I rented it, did not watch it. So <laughs> I'm I, the only I, one that's watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're the only person who watched it besides like people who had screeners to it, man. <laughs> No, people saw it in theaters because Critical uh, even reviewed it, and he gave Chris it. Chris Tuckman reviewed it too. Yeah, it was. Oh wow, okay. It's a movie where, like, was I like in a fever dream when I watched this? Because it's like, it felt like this film had a script that was written in like the nineties, and like it was written after Johnny Mnemonic came out. They're like, you know what? Let's well, just it put had this that vibe too. Yeah, let's just put this in a shelf, and then it'll come out eventually and then you know they someone found it and they just did not update it properly like well i was like jesus this is really it was cheap looking and then like there's a sequence near the end where keanu pushes conscious he puts his consciousness into a robot and the robot is like i'm not kidding either he puts the consciousness in the robot and he goes get away get the hell away from my family I was like, <laughs> oh my 
God, why? And that Oscar-winning, and that Oscar-winning Keanu acting. Yes. 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 And then, like the robot had more reflection than he did in this one. And then, oh my God, I had so many. Just real quick, the wife in this film that is played by Alice Eve. Oh yeah, Alice Eve. Yeah, yeah. Worst uh, actor in the I feel movie. like she chooses. I feel like she chooses bad projects, man. Worst like, actress. She was the worst actress in this movie because she literally was a robot. She's like better than the kids. Yes. No. Well, no. She's uh-huh. worse than the kids. <laughs> Damn. She's like. Well, she was like. She was in Star Trek, and now I think that was like her big break. But since then, I just feel like that she just picks bad projects. She's yeah. Black. The, she's a, she, I, I think the only movie that I've really liked her in was She's Out of My League, which is, I think is a very underrated comedy. It's a which, very underrated comedy. Yeah, yeah, really hilarious movie. She was in uh, the um. She's a bomb. No, 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 no. The Chris, Chris Evans, Evans movie. Yeah, yeah before yeah, we go. Like I think it was only a decent film that she was in, because otherwise I can't think of anything else that she was in. I don't even yeah, remember her in Bombshell. I mean, I, I thought she, I thought before we go it was awful. I was Yeah, really it's not a great it. film, but I thought, okay, that's a only the performance yeah, I, was, I could I was, think I was, of. I was rooting for it really hard because of Chris Evans and everything, but like I thought it was terrible. I'm like, this is just like the 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 writing was awful i'm like oh boy i don't know but, how chris yeah. evans can direct though i think that was in very ambitious for him but <laughs> yeah we'll see all right now that we're done shitting on alice eve <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> one of my least favorite films of keanu is a film that came out recently over the last let's see it came out in 2015 we were talking about this 2015 or 16 do we establish on that is it knock knock yeah. Yeah. yeah, 2015. 2015, knock, knock. Yeah, 2015, yeah. I almost said 2016. Um, he was I saw also the... Street, and it was a mess of a film. Everybody packed? Yeah. Bye. Yes? If you guys want, you can come in and use my phone. Surprise! I can't do this. I'm married. Yes, you can. I want to play hide and seek. Help me! Some doors should never be opened. Knock, knock. I do not like it. I it watched awesome. it because I love the meme of how he says uh, uh, chocolate sprinkles. Oh, they're going to say the free pizza. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> order a pizza? I love the... No, pizza. how he sits in, uh, sits in bed and his kids come up and they're like, happy Father's Day, Dad. Like, it sounds so ADR. I'm like, who are these kids? Like, and their acting skills, and that's like not... another movie too that gained like a sort of a cult following. I think like, because I feel like because like years... it's because it's so bad. Like when Keanu's tied up and yeah. he's like, you're like, like you you want to kill me? Like yes. that whole that whole thing is hysterical. And then the it's ending really too. Funny. Yeah, when he's trying to when he's trying to like turn off the um the video and he accidentally likes it yeah. and he <laughs> screams to the yeah. sky. He's like, oh! <laughs> I was it just like, really and then, funny. yeah, and I feel like it ends. It ends with Pixies, doesn't it? Doesn't it end with like, um, in my mind by Pixies? Oh, I think no, <laughs> it does. Yeah, no, because I had that same reaction. I'm like, really, you're gonna go there? You're really gonna end it with, um, with it Pixies? With like, okay, favorite songs from Fight Club. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the ending of that has such an icon. Like, it's so tied. Into like Fight Club lore, so to speak. Like, you yes. know, so they wanted to make Fight end, Club, but couldn't. Yeah, it's it's a and look, I don't um actually I don't really like Eli Ross so much as a no. as a director slash creator, mm-hmm. but I think the dude is a is a genius when it comes to horror. He definitely knows his stuff. Um, well, it's, it's just unfortunate. 
But... Yeah, it just it's just unfortunate that it doesn't translate well to his work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could literally watch that guy just give, like, seminars on, on horror. Oh, God, he, same. You know, He's so good yeah. at it. Speaking but it's just unfortunate Eli- that. Go ahead. Oh. No, no, I'm good. Speaking of Eli Roth, uh, he's going to be doing the Borderlands movie. I saw that. Oh, it yeah, has, I remember that. It has a wild cast. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Kate uh, freaking... Blanchett. Blanchett. Yep, Kate Blanchett, Jack Black, Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart. Hart. <laughs> like, yeah, Kevin Hart. I was like, what, what is hell? he doing on this Jack project? Black, Kevin Hart, Kate I know Jack and Jamie Jack. Lee Curtis. Yeah. I know Kate Blanche is playing Lilith, and then Jack Black is playing Claptrap. But yes, we don't yeah, know and, and, and well, the Borderlands video game is a wild video game, so I'm curious to see how it's going to translate. But they have the dude that did Chernobyl is the writer, and mm-hmm. and like and and apparently from what I heard, the script is is like really fun. So we'll see okay. how if Eli Roth can bring it home. That's going to be interesting to see if it's yeah. really fun. I'm interested to see how Kate wins. Uh, Kate Blanchett do it because she doesn't do anything like remotely stuff like that. So this has to be something. This is very like genre heavy too. So we'll see. uh, It's it's an interesting project with this cast. So we'll see how it turns out. Well, she did. She was um she was Hella in in four, which I think. Yeah. And then like we always and then we Mm -hmm. always kind of talk about how she like how the hell Edgar Wright got her for the small role in Hot Fuzz. Oh my god. Yeah. The the um the girlfriend who who broke up with him. So Yeah. 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 And and like. I think she also she voiced um what's his face his mom in How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah she does that too and uh. Yeah, and the, so like so yeah so I feel like actors every no, now and then sorry. like to like yeah like to take a break and, and and have fun. So I have I've never played the Borderlands games. So obviously, like I said, I don't really play video games. Um, but that's a wild cast. And if you have the Chernobyl writer involved, then um then I think you're it's setting you up for um. It's setting up for success in a way because then it's like okay, like you know, like just bring this home because that guy, that guy did a great job in Chernobyl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't play video games either. I just listen to whatever the people say and whatever my boyfriend agrees to. Or if I say it's good, then I'm like, okay, then I believe you. <laughs> uh, what are do you have any other Keanu Reeves we should mention or give an honorable mention to? Uh, oh, well, like, Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. Which I still have, I still haven't played yet because of, because of, because of all the it. bugs. Well, I mean, I think we're forgetting one movie. We're forgetting to mention one movie in the Keanu Sans over the past couple of years, and Toy that Story is 4. Toy Story Four. Toy yes. Story 4. <laughs> I, thought, I have a Duke Kaboom shirt. I should have worn Duke that. Duke Kaboom oh, yes. in Toy Story Four is so good. New from Maple Leaf Toys. Who's a Canuck with all the luck? Can bring home Duke Kaboom. Who's the most spectacular daredevil Canada has ever seen? Are you kidding? It's a commercial. It's not real. I can't jump that far. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's posing. I have a question. Well, actually, not just one. I have all of them. I have all the questions. Kaboom. Rated G. But, um, the best part in that movie, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's so much fun. But uh, other than that, just like like I was saying before, um, like I know I was joking around, but I, do, I really do enjoy the Lake House. I thought that was like a fun little charming film. And then the replacements, dude. Like I absolutely love the replacements. I, I do love the replacements too. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, and one of those films that you just kind of that you grew up with, that um, that's just always a blast to watch. Like every now and then. Oh, and then also to Devil's Advocate with 
Al yes. Pacino, who just screams the oh yes time. so yes good. that was one of uh that was one of one of like his more kind of um serious roles kind of yeah. trying Definitely. to show off those he needs those to do more cops. of those because he doesn't do those a lot like yeah, I think that's that. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. I think now he's just kind of more wanting to have fun. It feels like you know. So that's why he's kind of revisiting the Matrix and you know doing more John Wick movies. You just Dude, did you know Bill and Ted, and he also crushed it in his cameo and Always Be My Maybe. Like that was Dude, like a fantastic that was the highlight. Of yes, that movie. bro. Okay, the thing is, I. All right, I I don't know if I'm ever gonna forget this, but I was watching the I was watching Always Be My Baby, and I knew that he was gonna be in that film. I knew, but I forgot about it while I was watching it. So when he came on screen, it was just such a surprise, and the way he came on screen with um with the sail song sail, and everything, sail playing, yeah, <laughs> dude, it was That's just so, so well done, and I and like. I was so like taken by that scene. I absolutely like love that scene, and like I thought, yeah, his little role in that film was was so good. How they made him out to be, like, there's everyone talks about what a nice guy he is, and so they made him out to like to be a big asshole. And I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and he could play a jerk too. It's great. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's like eating, crying, listening to like the what is it like when I listen to the the sounds that the animal makes or or yeah, whatever. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, such a fun uh, such a fun little role that he had in that film. Yeah, but did you guys see Bill and Ted? I don't remember if you saw the, uh, the uh, new one. I have, oh. have not seen the, the new one yet. Oh, it's great. I Is actually okay. lo- I like it more than the sequel. It's a better I actually, I've actually heard a lot of good stuff about it. Yeah, yeah I've heard a lot of good buzz about that film. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's a very, very fun film. I got to see it at a drive-in last year and thought it was like the perfect way to see oh, it. Oh, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm also a big fan of Samara Weaving, too, so I definitely want to check that out. She's great in it. So, but otherwise, uh, before we uh, wrap up and get into our question segment, I thought we have a little fun and do a little Keanu Reeves trivia. Oh boy! Yes, yes. Let's go. Let's go. Mac, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, I have a, I have like three or four questions. So whoever wins gets the prize of nothing. (laughs) Yes. Clarification: If you want to say that they're the Keanu Reeves fan of the day, if they want to, but I told the prize. I was told that the prize was going to be a fifty dollars gift card to Cheesecake Factory. So (laughs) no, I'm a little upset. Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Nick doesn't like Chick fil A, so I'll take it. It's not that I don't like Chick fil A. I just think it's overrated. Bro, you don't like Chick fil A. Stop it. It's it's overrated, bro. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Shake Shack. Does anybody like Shake Shack? What's that? I like like the Shake Shack. Shake Shack. (gasps) You got to read Catcher in the Rye, man. You didn't read that in high school? Dude, (laughs) that's my book. Okay. So, first question Where was Keanu born? A. Do I say like me? Oh, wait. Okay. Say, how are we gonna answer? You guys it? can dig like, in first, or just call out your name, and then uh, yeah. whoever has the right answer, you'll get a point. Martin. Okay. Where? Hawaii. Okay, Martin. No. <laughs> okay, I was gonna give oh, out no? choices. There's multiple choices. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just stop talking. Okay. Okay, you could start over again. So, all right. <laughs> okay, so where was Keanu Reeves born? A. Italy, B, Lebanon, or C, um, Mac. Mac. I'm gonna go with B. B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else? Does anybody else want to guess? Uh, well, I already guessed. I guessed wrong. So I okay, guess Nick. Okay. I'll go. I'll also go with B. 
You guys are right. It is Lebanon. Hey. Okay. So we got two or two. Off to rough start. All right. In the 80s, Keanu Reeves landed the part as a cyclist in what commercial? A, Pepsi, C, Oh, B, Coke, or C, Sprite. Did I say Sprite? Oh, no. wow. You had to pick which soda brand. Oh, boy. Well, Mac A. Okay. Uh, Nick, I'm gonna go I'll, with, I'll go with B. B? Then I'm going to go C. I, I, I'm drawn towards C, so I'm going to say Sprite. All right. Nick, you're right. It was Coke. It was a cyclist part he played in a 1980s commercial Boom. i would say let's show the clip but we are not having any uh video at, at all in this podcast but yes <laughs> play the find audio. That. Oh, imagine yeah. the clip yeah, yeah imagine. play the audio from the commercial and that was a great clip <laughs> okay now true or false keanu likes to play the was a former bass player true or false Back, true. True. That's a true. true. I'm going to say true, yeah. yeah it is true. true. So you all got that right. He was a bass player in two different touring bands, Dogstar, who released two albums in the 1990s, and he opened up, and they, oh, not the, but they opened up for David Bowie and John Bon Jovi, and Weezer played for them for their professional show. So Weezer actually has a tie to Keanu Reeves because in the, also in the, Newer Bill and Ted movies, Weezer has a bit, a song in the movie. Oh, that's awesome! Nice. So, uh, last question: Keanu has written a book, but what kind of book? Oh crap! Why? Well, uh, I'm gonna say a children's book. Okay, I was gonna say, but a a children's book, okay. a autobiography, or C poetry. We well, gave us two C's. Oh, two C's? C's? I didn't even notice that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with poetry. I'm going to go with poetry. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with poetry as well. The answer is poetry. Oh. Wow. You probably, it, this is from Collider, and it says, you probably spent time on the internet, and you probably remember the sad Keanu meme. The meme yeah. got so big. Back in its day, to Keanu himself, that he responded in the best way possible by writing a book about ridiculously sad poetry. And the example that they give here, there's a picture of a bathtub that says, I draw a hot sorrow bath. And then the next picture shows a shower, you know, head with, I wash my hair with regret soap. Oh, so, yeah, you can find his book, I'm sure, anywhere, and I might have to add that to my book collection. But other than that, from what I got from score, I believe Nick, you won. Boom. Well, I got three of them right. Or is got it three of them right. Yeah. It's a tie. Oh, it's a tie. Yeah, oh, between me and Nick. Do we, have, do we have? Do we have a tiebreaker? Oh, a tiebreaker. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find one in my notes here. Okay, let's see. Who did? Who did? Uh, no, I Okay, so I'll make this a true or false. True or false? Keanu auditioned to be Bill, not Ted. True or false? True. I'm gonna go with true. 
You got that one right as well. <laughs> All right, I'll think of one more. I do have, uh, let me see, because I have a lot of notes here. Uh... Before you get to that, I want to say that Nicolas Cage would have been a better option and Knock Knock just to make it crazier. I was thinking about that earlier. Oh, that's not <laughs> even that, a good idea because he was, because Nick Cage is also a, a favorite of ours who's a great meme of himself. Yes, Wicker Man's an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> And I was showing my friends the clips. <laughs> I'll show my. I sent my uh, friend the clip of the bear scene. He's like, "What did I? What did you just send me?" I'm like, "It's a real movie. Watch it." <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Yes, I love it. We also watched the fanatic with John Travolta, classic movie. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how was that? That I feel like that was just a, that a movie was. Movie too. We we had a watch along of it, and it was very um, you know, it's John Travolta right. and. Uh, <laughs> It's it, Devin Sawa, and he's like Devin Sawa's our man. He's like, man, you, you know, I like a little bit of Limp Biscuit, a little bit of Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Damn you, Fredkers! All right, I got our last question. All right. He may have accidentally married Sandra Bullock. True or false? False. I feel like that's true. Oh, so we got a winner. False. He ah. accidentally have married Wyona Ryder. Uh, you actually marry someone. Okay, here it is. Keanu Reeves was part of a huge ensemble cast of directors oh. uh, Francis Ford Coppola and Brahm Stoker's Dracula. In the film, Jonathan Hawker, a lawyer who travels to Count Dracula's castle to help settle him some real estate problems. Dracula, Gary Oldman, becomes obsessed with Hawker's wife, Nina, played by Wayona Ryder. Technically, and that word, admittedly, Doing a lot of work here, Reeves and Ryder might have actually gone married during production. Coppola used a real priest to perform an actual marriage rites between Jonathan and Mina for the scene in the film. While the marriage would not in no way is legal binding, it is funny to think that the two actors are technically married while filming a vampire movie. Can I accidentally so. marry Charlize Theron, please? Could that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I would accidentally love to be married to Jake Gyllenhaal, but we can't get, we all can't get what we want in life, but, <laughs> but that's it on the Oh man, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal is my man. Uh, but anyways, that's all Ch- Keanu Reeves. I almost said Keanu Reeves. I don't know where that name was coming from, but Keanu yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I have. But uh, yeah, let's get into our questions because we got some questions for you guys. Yep, let's get into the question. Awesome. All right, so questions. Do you have any questions for us? You can leave them in our Instagram stories when we say you got questions on the podcast. So we got two questions. The first one is from our boy AJ Reacts to AJ. He asks, what upcoming Marvel release are you most excited for? Oh. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I would probably say Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has the most uh, – the most anticipation, I would say. Only because of WandaVision. I think WandaVision really mm-hmm. jacked up the anticipation for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, in terms of just projects, 
I'm really looking forward to seeing how the X-Men are going to be incorporated into the MCU. And I'm also looking forward to, you know, getting some sort of Fantastic Four news. Whether it's mm-hmm. casting, which hopefully we'll get it in, in WandaVision. Who knows? But uh, looking forward to getting some <laughs> casting news and stuff like that. For sure. And then, and then also, too, the, the Eternals, which it was never on my radar. But then Chloe Zhao is, like, making all this. Uh, she's, like, crushing the award circuit right now for Nomadland, which I still haven't seen yet. And I really wanted to oh, see. Oh, it's fantastic. Go that, watch that's, it. That's, that's what I heard. I heard it was great. And uh, but, but apparently I've been hearing that she knocked it out of the park with Eternals. So if... You know, I like after I see Nomadland, I'm sure my excitement for that's probably going to go up. I am not the I'm probably the least excited person about internals. Like, I just don't nope, have right there with you. It. See, see like, but I feel, I I feel like it's, it's like it's like a Guardians situation. I feel like, you know, people I don't know how jacked the people were for Guardians before that first trailer came out. And then mm-hmm. when Guardians ended up as good as it was now, everybody loved the Guardians. I feel like we might be in a similar situation for Eternals. Like, it's not on anyone's radar. But then we see that first trailer. And when the movie actually comes out, it might crush. I think because yeah. I'm not excited about Angelina Jolie being on board for it. I think that's one of the issues. Because <laughs> I feel like she's such a hit or miss actress for me. So I just don't know how I feel about her being part of the MCU. Right. But uh, I'm kind of interested in what Chloe Zhao does. But, nor, uh, but I am kind of excited to watch it because of Richard Madden. Because I love him. I think he's great. And if you haven't watched The Bodyguard, you need to watch it. That's what I hear. (laughs) Um, For me, it's Spider-Man 3 because I want to see if uh, Tom Holland and, you know, we get all generations of Spider-Man because Tom Holland can be like, oh, they're not coming back. Well, we know that he spoils stuff, so they probably told him false information and be like, hey, this is what we're doing. I feel like he's lying. Oh, yeah, he's definitely lying. I think he knows. He just isn't going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna happen. We're getting live action Spider Verse, one hundred percent. It's gonna happen. I hope so. <laughs> this is gonna be good. I can't wait for Spider Man. I really can't wait for uh, Spider Man three. Yeah. Um. So Sorry. next, qu- and then the second question I have is from uh, Jazzy D, who asks suggestion <laughs> for a movie to watch or rewatch this rainy Sunday. Oh, perfect. Uh, well, first of all, it's Golden Globes Day, so we should acknowledge that because I'm ready for some Golden Globe stuff. Mm-hmm. But for Rainy Day, I think you should watch one of my favorite movies, and that is Clueless. I think that's a perfect comedy Rainy Day movie, and it's fun. It's got a great cast, and it's an enjoyable watch, because I always like to turn that on when there's nothing else on. We actually just watched that recently. It's so much fun. It's a great film. It is, it is a great it film. Because I always love to throw on like 90s movies every once in a while just to feel like nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And I was re-watching that again recently and I'm like, this is still such a good movie from beginning to end. For sure. Martin, do you want to answer Jazzy D's question? Uh, I feel like Jazzy D would absolutely love Clueless. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, definitely more... Hmm... I'm trying to think of like what's on Netflix or what's like available right now. Or like what's available. Or that's like currently new. That's good to or watch. Like, right. Like um I don't know. I would probably recommend like I think Clueless is a good choice. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's seen it a couple of times. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't really have one that comes to mind at the moment. I'm trying to like think. But anything um like happy, funny, family, uh, she I think she would enjoy. 
Who's I don't you sound like you know this person. <laughs> it's my sister. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. Has she watched Cobra Kai? Then I recommend Cobra Kai. I, I she hasn't watched it, but I watched Cobra Kai. My mom and I crushed Cobra Kai in one day. It was <laughs> Cobra Kai has is awesome. So yeah, go watch it, that. it was a it was a blast. But I would probably say um it's a little bit of a sad film, but I would say a monster when a monster calls, which is on Netflix right now. Oh, that is a sad film. Yeah, but um but, but I love that movie, so I would probably recommend that. Yeah, I mean, I know for me, for, like, rainy days, I always like to watch, like, big, fun, like, adventure movies. So, I don't know if Jazzy D would would like any of these movies, but, you know, like, anything from Steven Spielberg, whether it's Indiana Jones or Jurassic Park or, you know, just, like, these feel-good, like, blockbuster-type movies. Yeah, it's definitely probably better than a, a sad film on a rainy day, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mac, what do you recommend? If I would give my, uh, I like animation when I go to do rainy day movies, so... I would say you should watch Treasure Planet, Osmosis Jones, or Everybody's Hero. Yeah, those are good ones. Those are good ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Class. I thought you were going to say Big Hero oh. 6 for a second, Mac. Big Hero 6 is great. Big Hero yeah, 6 I love um, Big Hero 6. I know. Yeah, or like I, Toy Story 4, which is, which is, recent, which is uh, newer. But yeah, she, she likes comedy. So anything in that range would definitely work better for her. Oh, they watch Batman and Robin. That's a great comedy. <laughs> uh, or, or like Toy Story 4. We were talking about that before. Or Always Be My Maybe. We were talking about Always Be My Maybe. Always Be My Maybe is always really always good. Is, Did is you guys great. see, if you like Always Be My Maybe, then you should watch the uh, film with, uh, whatchamacallit, I can't think of her name, but uh, Glenn Powell's in it, and it's got Lucy Liu in it, and Tay Diggs, and it's called Set It Up. Okay. It's Set a really it great uh, okay. comedy, romantic comedy. It's got like the vibes of the '90s comedy, where two people, you know, perfect for each other, dating the wrong people, want to get their bosses together so that they can get out of some work or like, you know, you know, potentially gain like a position that they want. So they try. Mm-hmm. Each character tries to put their bosses together, and it's just you know, cahoots and fun. Nice, cool. definitely awesome. yeah. check it out. So. So I think that does it all for the questions, unless Christian has any. Yeah, look, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Um, okay. So I'm not sure if I, because I might, I've been a little behind on my podcasting, but uh, I don't know. Did you guys release your top twenty or top ten films of 2020? And if so, which one was your favorite, and which one is your least favorite of 2020? Uh, we actually, we actually haven't done an episode on that yet. I think we're probably going to do it right before the oscars just because there's still movies i think we want to see that came out in 2020 that are probably going to end up getting nominated so that's probably when we'll Mm -hmm. discuss it do like an oscar preview and kind of give what you know what our favorites are but uh favorite for 2020 i don't know martin what was yours i like sputnik a lot i thought sputnik was great yeah um i loved uh what's it called um vast of night on amazon prime oh yeah that was great yeah uh let's see where are some other good ones? Well, I know, mm-hmm. I know, I, uh, we, uh, what you call it, Kirsten, we talked about this, Palm Springs. I love Palm Springs yeah. so Palm Springs much. Fun. The way back. I don't think it'll take home the Golden Globe tonight, but uh, I wish it did, but yeah, so good. Though. In terms of uh, in terms of worst films, probably New Mutants or The Old Guard. I haven't Not... seen <laughs> New Mutants, everybody. 
I feel like I saw heard one person say that they liked it. Everybody else said that they did. They got they got paid to great. say that. It's it's not great. Not great. No. It's but, a fun uh, ride. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that you guys are really looking forward to in 2021, or what's the best film that you've seen so far that's been released over the last two months, and the worst film? We've had a couple of releases like on demand, especially with February, because I realized I was watching a lot of new movies that should have came out last year be released in February. Yeah, uh, I would say the best that I think I've seen so far is probably Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, okay, here. yeah. Yeah, and then it's a very good in terms of worst, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've seen anything yet that's been like outwardly that bad where I'm like, oh, this sucks. Right. Okay. And as far as so as far as to what I'm looking forward to the most, definitely Dune. That's probably my Dune most is yeah. my huge thing. Yeah. Yep. Either Dune or the Suicide Squad are my like top top movies. Yeah. What about you, Mac? What's been your favorite and your worst favorite so far? Uh, like Nick said, Judas and the Black Messiah is my favorite, and I don't like I um I don't know that's been really make me want to like punch my TV out saying why did I waste my time watching this? Tommy but Jay. I am. <laughs> no, nah, like that's the thing. People, I tell people about Tom and Jerry, and they're like, "Oh, is that a bad movie?" Like, I want to say it's bad because I saw Chris Tuckman gave it an F, and I'm like, "Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I give it like a middle of the road movie, probably something I put on in the background." Well, he, but, I think Chris okay. Tuckman gave it an F because he's like a huge animation junkie, given the fact that like he knows if you watch like some of his previous animated films, he'll bring up like Cartoon Network history and just. You know, he's really into that. So, um, Guys, seeing, I actually you know, have to... I have to step out for one second. I'll be right back. Well, yeah, go ahead. So, I'm going to just keep talking, but don't worry about it. Yeah, it's uh, like, I don't know. It's just like, it wasn't, like, terrible. I just... I had I already knew what was going on with, like, freaking Exappen. But I do will say, the one movie I'm looking forward to that I think that might be <laughs> controversial is the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Because I'm... There's a this sadistic part of me that's like, please let this be bad as the weed and cut so people can be like <laughs> no it was warner brothers fault because he didn't like sex standard have this vision like you ever thought about like with the snyder cut if it's it's really if it's four hours and it's even it's worse than the weed and cut and people will be like damn we've been pushing this for about four years now this is actually bad this oh, is yeah. literally yeah <laughs> well, this well, is you, know, you know what's funny too is, is like is that, like i'm one of the few people i think that you'll talk to that actually likes Man of Steel that likes the ultimate cut of BVS and it, and is very excited for for the Snyder cut. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the trailer for the Snyder cut, even though it's literally just a bunch of shots with epic music, <laughs> yeah. is more enjoyable than the Whedon cut. So I, if if the four hour movie's bad, then then that's that that's a huge blow. That, that's gonna be a kick in the balls. You know I, I mean? haven't seen the Justice League movie yet. <laughs> you need so... to watch, you don't watch that. Just watch it's, the Snyder it's, cut. It's 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 pretty bad. Yeah. 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 But but I like mean... the. I mean, like, it is four hours, and like, yeah, it's like whole, like this is really long. But I, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's like I feel like Snyder's the type of guy who's he's definitely a style over substance. But I've always dug his style. I don't like all of his movies, but I, I like, I like the dude. I think I've seen him in interviews. He seems like he's a pretty genuine, dude. He loves what he does. So I, I, I hope, I like, I, I hope he's, I, I hope it's successful for for him. You know what I mean? Out, out of anything, you know. Do you think that this might be his make or break movie because he's been on like kind of the fringe in the past few years? They're like, okay. This is your movie. This is going to be like your vision because you know yeah. what happened, everything. So well, this well, is going to be your chance. 
you know, you know what's funny is is I think that this is a movie that when it comes out and that if it has the same response as you know BVS where it's like in the twenties I'm Rotten Tomatoes and stuff I don't think it's gonna hurt him because this is a, a really like a no lose kind of situation. It comes out, no one's really expecting it to be good. So if it's bad, everyone's gonna be like, "Well, I told you so," and it's like you're yeah. just gonna go on with their day. But if it's good, that's gonna be a surprise to people. But then he's with Netflix now. He's got Army of the Dead coming out, which I am, which I might be more mm-hmm. excited for for him just because he's going back to his Dawn of the Dead roots a little bit. Yeah, and like, totally. And he's and he's just he's getting away from superheroes. And I and like I like you know I like him when he's kind of in his own. You know, I feel, like, I feel like he's he's more yeah he's anything he's more comfortable doing that kind of stuff. So with Army of the Dead, like I think I'm a little bit more excited just to see what he can do outside of superhero stuff. So and he's they're doing a whole like like franchise over there. They got like prequel movies coming out and an animated series for Army of the Dead. So it looks pretty good. I it, when I, I mean, watched that, that trailer, I was wildly impressed. I was with like, that, yeah, with wow. that, little, that little teaser, it looks it looks like like fun mayhem. So I'm 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 excited. So hopefully hopefully that's that's also another successful thing for him. And and yeah, we'll see. But I, I, I have I have uh, a lot of optimism for the Snyder Cut. Let's just say that. <laughs> I have some poem hope. I feel like now the more I think about it, the more actually excited I am But uh, to check it out and even watch the original and then just compare the two and just be like, all right, this one is actually better. Right. Well, this I is also, what I happens also when you listen to the filmmaker as that, opposed to the studio. No, it's very true, and I think part of the fascination of of the Snyder Cut is anyone that has seen the the original Justice League cut, you know, and then looking at this, like like uh, like even just on a level of curiosity, I just want to compare and just yeah. see like like what they reworked, what they changed, all the stuff they cut out, like so. Yeah, we'll see. Well, it was originally supposed to be a two part movie for Justice League before when he was doing it, and then they right. shrunk it mm-hmm. to one movie. So maybe yeah. it's just part one and part two we're gonna see. Maybe. Yep. No, no, no. Actually, an IGN because there was the IGN fan fest on Saturday, and he said that there was originally two more planned, but this was his version. Like this was uh, the original, uh, original. Yeah. So this was the original version for the first film. So he said essentially originally what he intended to do was in essence like the same film, like from his original intention. But yeah, like it, he Zach just likes to make long movies. That's yes, just really he does. The dude, Jesus, he the does. dude loves making long films. So you know, like it. I'm glad that we're getting the whole four hours in its entirety, rather than the two-hour studio mandate, which is bullshit. Like, how are you going to cut down a, a four-hour movie into two hours? It's just that's ridiculous. Right. You can't do that. Yeah. So, um, uh, but he also said that it's going to end on a massive cliffhanger, which like which oh, was supposed cool. to lead to like the rest of like the uh, you know like other films and stuff. So, right, right. But yeah, yeah I am. Um, I'm really rooting for him. Uh, I really am. I, I really hope it's a. Uh, if if the movie's a, if, if if it's a four hour movie and it's a mess, then then we're in trouble. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. Hoping that, <laughs> I'm hoping that you know it's it's like a uh, you know like a good. I'm just I I just want it to be a cohesive story. That's all I want because I think he really struggles with him. Because I think he really struggles with telling cohesive stories only because of his style of editing and the and and that whole notion of like cutting stuff down to um to a reduced time frame which then naturally causes the movie to can naturally cause the film's pacing to be a little weird and fast and stuff like that so i'm just i'm hoping that it's a it's a cohesive well-structured film and you know if it's four hours it should be that yeah, um, hopefully so just, <laughs> yeah it should be that i mean if, if you can't tell like a, if you if, if you have four hours to tell a, a story even with six major characters and you can't, then oh boy! But I'm, I'm we, really we got problems. hoping. 
Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I just, just don't want it to be out. like Suicide Squad. That's yeah, my worst. That's not, that's not, I don't. I don't think it should. Like yeah, I don't think it should because Suicide yeah. Squad, from an editing perspective, was just was such a mess. Like you could tell that they just chopped the hell out of that movie. So with this, mm-hmm. it's it's you know a full a full four hours, even a little bit longer. I think it's four hours. A minute and twenty eight seconds is the official yeah. run. So, you know, there it, we should get everything and. You know, and like Martin said, hopefully it is cohesive and uh, yeah. But my thing is, is like for when it comes to like the fans and stuff, I think that no matter what, if if this ends up for whatever reason sucking, I think that it'll still there'll still be something there to take away from because I think Zach is like visually he's a really great director and he directs really great action sequences. So I think no matter what, there'll be something that you can either fast forward to or watch on YouTube, like a watch a certain clip on YouTube on replay. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I'm definitely. It's like like you were saying, the Suicide Squad and uh, Justice League came out in 2017. That was clearly a studio film. Like there was so much interference there. It was so shot, chopped up, redone, reworked, redubbed, recolored, just re everything. And this is just his creative thing. So like they literally gave him the keys, and he's doing like whatever he wants, which is wild. Like it's it's kind of crazy how much money they're investing into this and how much they're actually letting him do whatever he wants. So we're going to get his vision in all its glory and hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. And then also too, just, just from like, like, you know, if you look at like just history of, of movies being made, nothing like this has ever happened before. No oh. one's ever, you know, you, you, you think about the you Superman, get, like, like the Richard Donner cut. It, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. No, no one's ever had this, had the chance to go back to their movie and do it the way they wanted to do it. Like this is unheard of. So even, even just on, on that basis alone has interest for people to want to watch it. You can kind of say that recently. Cause you know, there is that whole thing that, you know, that just came out with the Godfather, Francis Ford Coppola just re-edited the last yes. Godfather film. So yes. and apparently it's, it's better. It, yeah, apparently I have yet to see it, but we were talking about this with our the previous guest of ours. Uh, shout out to Jackie, but uh, Kay Cooper. But um, yeah, this is a whole new test, and I'm kind of excited to see what's in store for like filmmakers like Zack Snyder if they can. This gives the idea to push like the idea of like studios of not getting involved and just saying okay, just do. We'll give you the money and do whatever you want. You know. So, right. I mean, yeah. At, at the end of the day, it's all a business, and um, from the looks of it, not to get too off topic, but it still seems like still seems like DC's got some problems need to work out. So who knows what the future holds for them? Because the thing is that they let James Gunn do that. So mm-hmm. hopefully, they yeah, with Suicide sort of, Squad, yeah, right. So hopefully it's they are sort of learning. Yeah, hopefully they're they're learning. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. and we don't know if you know if Zack Snyder's movie comes out and it's great. It could possibly start discussions about possibly moving some characters forward. Who knows? Or possibly getting Zach involved again. Like, who knows? But it's um, that's just a wait-and-tell situation. But for now, looking forward to it and, and like, really excited to, to get more baffling and more of these characters. Yeah, yep. totally. And it's coming out soon. Like, really soon. Very soon. March 18th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. On a side note, anything else that they should watch recently besides WandaVision? Because I know you guys have been, like you said, you've been recapping it. What else have you guys been watching? Uh, well, we just finished The Boys, finally. It took us forever to finish wow. season two. Not, not, not in the fact that we didn't like it, but it just like, you know, we start a series and then things happen. Yeah, of course. The way and, but we finally finished that, and that was fantastic. Obviously, season three is now filming. So that was a great series. Um, I loved the second season. So yeah, it was, great. It, was, it was awesome. Such a, it was 10 times better than the first season, I think. 
Yeah, it, it, it just, it, I feel like it just amplified everything that made the first season great. Yeah, and then, uh, Mac, what have you been watching? Anything good on TV? Because I know nope. we were talking. No? I don't watch TV. Yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I guess that's it then. Yep, so um, this, this has been a good episode. It was nice to finally have you guys on. So before we get off, you're going to tell people where they can find you at and uh, what you got coming up? Uh, yeah, so we're obviously we're the, the F and Nerds podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's everywhere we're at currently. And in terms of coming up, um, we're doing, you know, we're going to keep going with uh, finish up our wrap up our WandaVision recap. Uh, we're still going to do more F and collection episodes. Uh, and then we have uh, like a brand new project coming out that we're going to unveil very soon that uh, we've, been, we've been working on. So once once you guys see it, you'll know what, it, what exactly it is. But we're, we're really hyped about it. Oh, I'm excited. Hmm, true, true. So like I said, the links will be in the description where you can find the F and nerds. So we want to thank you. Thank you for coming on so much. We really appreciate it. Yes, You're always welcome to come, come back. back. We'd oh, love to have you back to talk, especially superheroes, since you guys are the F and technically nerds of it. <laughs> yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> <laughs> great. You're kidding but me. But thank you guys. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, no, no problem. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Finally, can... go support them, guys. Yes. They're great. Link in the description where to find them and everything. And until next time, this has been Mac, Kristen, Nick, and Martin. And we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Later.